Hey guys, I'm Teresa Caputo. Most of you might know me as the Long Island Medium. Why do people even call me that? Well, I talk to the dead. My job is just to help spirit communicate to their loved ones here in the physical world that they're safe and at peace and that there is more to life than this. In these unprecedented times, I believe that my gift is more important than ever. On this episode of Hey Spirit, I'm talking to Barbara and her daughter, Autumn, from Denver, Colorado, who are both learning to process the grief of losing two close family members. Take it from me, there's a lot to heal from. For some, that healing process will never be over, especially when a loved one is gone too soon. But know that if you lose someone, they're never really gone. Sometimes grief isn't about moving on, but about keeping our loved ones who have passed on close to our hearts to keep on loving them like they're still here. Stay tuned as Barbara and Autumn learn how to do just that. Before the reading, I was just uh, actually very excited to get any kind of message for my daughters. Phoenix was 22 years old and just very young and doing so well and left with her friends one night, never came home. And then uh, I found out through Facebook, uh, the most horrible way a mother could find out her child has passed away. People started calling me and asking me what's going on. So I went through Phoenix's call log and started calling everybody. And uh, one of her friends answered, she was crying. She was at the police station and told me, you know, it's true they were gone. And I still didn't believe it. I still didn't believe it. And uh, she gave me the address to the house she was at. I drove to the house and saw the crime scene tape. And, you know, it, it was just awful. It was, it was just blindsided us because that wasn't expected of Phoenix. She wasn't a drug user from what we knew. And with Angel passing away a year later, she had struggled with drugs for 10 years. She struggled and um, she was getting better. She was getting better in the months before she passed. And it just was sudden, we didn't expect it. We, we totally thought she was gonna get better until I got that call at work that she had overdosed and didn't make it out of this one. I'm just gonna say this to you right now. Usually as I give my speech, that's my sign to spirit that I'm ready to work. But I feel like spirit's already pushing me like, listen, Teresa, they know how this works. Just get started. You don't understand. They've been talking to me all morning. You know, I gotta get through. I gotta get through. And I just feel like this, young, vibrant energy just dying to like talk to you. I shared that with you because if you have any fears, if your loved ones were going to show up today, that's a validation for you right here and now that spirit is present. Does that make sense? Yeah. You have three souls that are present here. And this is to validate because you're afraid that there's a loved one that is alone on the other side. Is that correct? Well, might not be with other loved ones. Yes. Yes. Fair enough. Yes. Validating that these are the souls stepping forward. And then I felt like, well, Teresa, there's more than three is what I heard. (laughs) So it validates that everyone's all together and validating the personality. Do you understand that? Of what you need. Now, there's no way I could get that by looking at you or listening to your voice, that that was one of your concerns, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Validating for you that the souls are safe and at peace. I am going to start off with this. Now, it doesn't have to be from the same soul or together. There is a mother and father energy. They're stepping forward and they tell me that they have the daughter with them. So I don't know if it's their daughter or if it's your daughter. My daughter. Is that a fear that you feel that your daughter might be alone on the other side? Yes. Yes. Okay. So now I want to explain what parents can be. If it's not 
your parents, because they held hands, it means that they were directly connected here in the physical world. It can be grandparents. Do you understand that? Yes. To validate that even if she didn't know people here in the physical world, she's not alone on the other side. Okay. Autumn, this is your sister? Yes. Because she says, please tell my sister I was not afraid to die. Do you understand that? Yeah. Were you unprepared... This is difficult for me to say this to you. And again, you have to interpret it on how it fits in your life. Because even if somebody is ill for a long time, spirit might say this to me. You were unprepared for her departure. Is that correct? Yeah. So I want you to understand. I I just got the chills. Did you get the goosebumps or the chills? Okay. Know that that was your daughter's soul that moved right through you. I needed her to validate her presence to you. Do you understand that? Yes. We can't say, tell Teresa to say this, then I know it's you. I'm not saying that that's what you guys did. I'm just using that as an example. I want you to be able to feel and experience things that you're not expecting, but that only she can do, or more importantly, that she would know about. So you know that her soul is at peace. Do you understand that? The tissues right here. (laughs) I'm just going to... You need to get tissues? Barb, we're only like two minutes (laughs) in here. Just in case. (laughs) (laughs) So know that... Because I don't know if you have a scenario, it might be for both of you, both you, mom and Autumn, of a scenario of how it was, how she died or what it was like for her. We try to imagine it, what happened, yeah. Okay. So she says, please, I need you to stop that. Because when spirit hits me in the back of the head and snaps their fingers at me, and then they give me this blow to the chest, it's my symbol for that they did not suffer even if they didn't pass immediately. Do you understand that? Yes. The physical body might have been alive, but they did not suffer to their death. She keeps showing me markings on her body. So is that something that you were afraid of or that you were told about her body that is what is worrisome to you? Uh, We were told that there was... She fell? No, the the heroin, the... The the track mark. There was a track mark, and they said check in between her toes. Oh, you're talking about angel. I was thinking of my other sister. I thought she... So you have, you have two sisters that have passed? Yes. Both take responsibility for their departure. Do you understand that? Yeah. yeah. It doesn't mean that they intentionally took their own life. When spirit tells me that, it means that they take responsibility for their actions and or non-actions that caused or attributed to their passing. So sometimes spirit will say that even if they're diabetic and they ate candy every day, they'll say, I take responsibility. Mm-hmm. It's to give you the peace in knowing that there's A, no way that you would have known about it. Two... There was nothing that you could have done to have prevented their departure. Why do I feel a separation to one of the sisters' uh, departures? So were you not near each other? Did she remove herself from the family? Because then she showed me a trunk with, like, hidden things in it. So she had to have hid things from you. Yeah, my youngest daughter, we had no idea what she was doing. Um, okay. This was a shock. But yet I feel similar to the older daughter. Does that make sense? Yeah, we thought she was getting better and... That's why she showed me the, do you know the, um, the show, The Price is Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you ever see the game where they have the mountain climbers? Yes. That's my symbol for when someone here in the physical world struggles. I don't care what it is. It's a struggle. And they get to the top of the mountain and we're like, you know what? They're good. They're doing good. We don't have to hover so much. Correct? Exactly. This is why I probably got the separation. And then the hiding. Do you understand that? Yes. Yeah. To validate that this is like no excuse. Or, but I feel like she's telling me, but Teresa, you don't understand. I was doing better. 
She was. She was. And then I did it like, I'm going to hypothetical, or this is exactly what happened. Like one time, I either did too much or it was laced with fentanyl. Because that's how she made me feel. Do you understand that? That's what my younger daughter died from, fentanyl. So we, oh, I just got the goosebumps again. To validate that the souls are together. Do you see how they're coming together where they're mixing their messages, their validations that they are okay, and more importantly, that they are at peace? Yes. Barbara, you might remember this, but Autumn might not. (laughs) Ruma had it, right, Barbara, that like back in the 70s and early 80s, people used to wear necklaces, and it was like a heart, and like one would say best and one would say friend. Uh Uh-huh. And then you would give one to your best friend and you would wear the other one, right? Yeah. I think that was a rumor, right, Barbara? (laughs) (laughs) We're too young to know anything like that. (laughs) So when spirit shows me that, that's my symbol for two things. It means, one, that uh, you actually have something like that or you have the same piece of jewelry and or you laid them to rest with something that you still have or you made something similar. We have um, necklaces with my sister's ashes in them. Oh, perfect. I can't see. Are they in hearts? Yes, it's a heart. Oh, I can't see that. Oh. It's a heart. And she's in here. Perfect. And we also also have matching necklaces with her name on it, too. Yeah. And I never take it off. I took it off once and almost started a fire. That's a whole other story. So I got a sign that I should never take this necklace (laughs) off. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at least not for now. (laughs) Take it off validating supporting on how you chose to lay them to rest you understand that and if you wanted to lay them to rest differently saying it's okay I was not part of that physical body does that make sense yes because I didn't want to bury them Mm -hmm. I, I have them here I have their urns here in my living room I want them with me I was questioned if that was the right thing to do but that is what gives me peace having them here with me And that's the thing about healing. We're going to grieve the loss of our loved ones for the rest of our lives here in the physical world. But the healing process is something different. And that's something that we have to have on our own and that we have to do on our own. And everyone is going to grieve and heal differently. There's no right or wrong way. So I love how they kind of mix the messages together. It's like how you laid me to rest, what you did after, what you did, how you're honoring us later on. I want to thank you for that. Do you still have their clothing or are you wearing uh, someone's clothing right now? I'm wearing Phoenix's shirt, my daughter's shirt. (laughs) And there is no way, Barbara, right, that I would know that? (laughs) So know that this is your daughter's way of validating that if she knows that and if she hears you, look, you might have even said to her, I'm going to wear your shirt. (laughs) Tell Teresa about the shirt. (laughs) (laughs) It validates that she hears you. Ah, as a medium, I can validate this for you. Look, it's not going to take it away. I wish I can make you feel whole again, but that would be to give you your daughter back. That I can't do. But what I can do is allow them to use my physical body to feel what you feel, and more importantly, what they want you to know that they're at peace. Because if they weren't, I would not be able to see them. I wouldn't be able to feel them. Okay, that's good to know. Who was the young male that's departed as well? My daughter, Phoenix, died with her best friend. They both died together. He was a young okay. man. Mm-hmm. Okay. So know that he's stepping forward along with her. And he actually said, Teresa, please tell Barb, I'm sorry. Do you understand that? Yeah, because we think he's the one that mm-hmm. had the 
folks. Mm-hmm. And I, I forgive him. I mean, who was to know? Forgiveness is a tough thing. Forgiveness always isn't about the other person, but it's about ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's for us. And look, your daughter took responsibility because at the end of the day, she's the one that did it, right? Mm-hmm. Regardless of what was placed in her path, the first thing, I, as soon as I saw him, he said, I am sorry. And Autumn, this might go for you too, Barbara. You can be as angry as you are with me. You can blame me. That's fine. He says, but I need you both to love and honor and respect yourselves more than the anger or blame that you carry connected to your daughter's passing. Okay. I want you to realize that wasn't easy for me to say that to you. Because I cannot imagine or begin to imagine what that must feel like if we feel that someone is responsible or led our loved ones down a destructive path. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it took a while for me to get over that. When Phoenix's friend came through in the reading, he was apologetic. And in the very beginning, I blamed him for providing the drugs. And it's been three years and I've pretty much gotten over it. Before they passed, was very close. He would even come over even when Phoenix wasn't home. And he would call me mom and, you know, we were very close. But it really broke my heart when he came through and said, to tell me he was sorry because I don't want him to live in eternity being sorry. But at the end of the day, this is something about your daughter that I feel just shows how strong her soul is. She was such an old soul. Mm-hmm. And she says, I ultimately take responsibility for my actions. Is it acceptable? No. Are you mad at me? Are you angry? Absolutely. And you have every right to be. She says, but I need you to use that to start to heal. Autumn, was there something about children or were you talking about children, having children, wanting children? Do you have children? Yeah, I tried for a really long time. And my older sister, she wanted me to have kids so bad. Like, and I found out the day before she passed that I was pregnant. Perfect. There's no such thing as a coincidence. Mm -hmm. I said it too. I told my parents that, My little sister stay. My son here to help us get through my other sister. A reason to live. A purpose. Because who am I now? Mm -hmm. You're now a mom, grandma. Barbara, I don't believe it that you're a grandmother. You look way too young to be a grandmother. (laughs) Gee, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) But your son motions as if he is actually talking to people, right? He does all the time. (laughs) Know that there's nothing wrong with him. Know that it is real. What he is sensing and feeling is real. He tries to hand them things. Did you see me like raising my hand and like going like this? Like, why was I doing that? <laughs> on my phone one time. I know it was. <laughs> he just talks to the. And he'll point. Guy, and- yeah. Perfect. Know that what he is sensing, feeling, reaching for, that is your loved ones. He might outgrow it. Young children, they're very, very sensitive to energies and spirits, so is animals. But if they don't uh, continue to have that over the years, it doesn't mean that your loved ones aren't with you anymore. 
what it means is that their lives are just a little bit busier because that's why we have so much trouble connecting with our, our departed loved ones is because we're too busy beating ourselves up, focusing on negative things that we can't see it and our minds are so bogged down. Young children, their minds are clear. That's why it's easier for them to sense them and to feel them. But both of your daughters showed me that when, I, I believe your youngest sister died after your oldest daughter, is that correct? No, she died first. The youngest died. But were they pretty close together? They were the closest of all the sisters, I think. I could have misinterpreted something. What I saw was your younger sister's hand extended out. So that's typically my symbol for when another soul greets another. Before I was shown that, I was going to say to you that they showed me that they showed you in a dream that they were together. Did I, you have that experience? No, I haven't had a dream. It's always them separate. I always dream of them separate. And I always dream of the older sister. I never dream of the younger sister. If I do, she's the baby. I don't know what this might mean for you. So this is how my signs and symbols have more meaning than one. What about the baby's name? Do, do they? Well, he was named after someone, correct? <laughs> yes. After both of them. I felt like it was a mix of both names. So it's like, because they show me a first name and a middle name. So if, if someone's name was Rose and someone was Anne, and then you named them Roseanne, that's the, the child's name. Is that correct? His first name is uh, my little sister. Phoenix. In his, Phoenix. Uh -huh. Phoenix. And his middle name mm -hmm. is my older sister's name. Angel. Perfect. So know that they're together. So this is why they probably showed it to me. And it might be for you, Autumn, because she showed me the younger sister extending the hand, which is my symbol for that there was a greeting and that they were together. So that might be why they were showing me that. And that is your fear that they're separate. See, I don't connect with my loved ones in dreams. And the reason why I share that with you is so you understand that not everyone connects in dreams. It's not right. It's not wrong. I didn't shut my phone off. That's what that ding dong was. <laughs> so don't be surprised now if you have a visitation. That's what it is. It's not a dream. I had a very eerie dream with my older daughter, Angel. And mm -hmm. I, mean, I turned a corner and she was standing there and it was so vivid. I thought she had faked her death. I could see every. That's a visitation. Her expression. It didn't change. I didn't know if she was upset with me. She didn't smile. She just was expression. No. Do you see what they did? She showed me the extension of the hand and then showed me the visitation, the dream. A visitation is when we have a dream and it is so vivid and you remember them as if they were alive or you were with them. Some people, they actually speak to each other. They actually embrace. Some people don't. That is a visitation. What you had was a visitation from your daughter letting you know, this is how I want you to remember me. I'm okay. I don't want you to remember me suffering or feeling that I was afraid or more importantly, that I wasn't with God. Do you struggle with that? Who's struggling with God? Well, I, I had faith until they died. And, and then, you know, there's a lot of people that say, well, the way they died, you know, will they really go to heaven? But I believe I'll see them again. I know I'll see them. That's the only thing that keeps me going. But I don't, like the stigma of their deaths. Okay, I'm going to share some. Well, first of all, that's why I explained to you, if your loved ones were in a peace, I only channel souls that walk in God's white light, okay? I also say to my clients at times, and I'm not trying to be rude, and please don't judge me on this, I don't care how your loved ones died. It doesn't matter to me. Because it, to me, whether you watch them suffer for years of an illness 
or they're taken from you in an instant, regardless of how they die. At the end of the day, they died and you have to live this life without them. That's the part that sucks. And that's what's not fair. Yeah. What I do is about peace, giving you the peace in knowing that their souls are with God. The reason why I asked you that was because when spirit comes forward and does the sign of the cross and bring forward the blessed mother, because I'm a practicing Catholic, that's just my frame of reference. But more importantly, spirit gets me to do things before a reading sometimes. I wore today God's serenity prayer. So your daughters say to me, mom, maybe say the serenity prayer. God grant me the strength, right? Yes. Maybe say that every day. Okay. There are no answers in why. Look, your daughters, step forward, took responsibility for their actions that caused and attributed to their passing, whatever they may be. People will take responsibility if they cross the street and didn't go on the crosswalk. We don't have all of those answers, the what and the whys. Right now, they say, let the justice be that my soul is at peace with other loved ones on the other side and that we are loving and guiding you here in the physical world. If they weren't, there is no way that your son would be able to see them, feel them. You know what it is? I can't separate them. So it means that the information comes from both of them. And what I love, now I get it. I love when things click because I, I don't get things at first. You were so afraid that they weren't, because I, I didn't understand why they kept showing their messages together and they were intertwining. One would tell me one, one would tell me another, right? And it would be as one message. It is to validate that the souls are together. I can't separate their souls. So if you leave nothing else but knowing that your daughter's souls are together, then, then that's what today was about. And if you leave with more than that, then they exceeded our expectations. Okay. Now, one was a mother. But I was going to ask Autumn if she was raising the children. He, he was, he's been with me for like the past few months. He was with my mom mostly after she passed. Did you move? Who moved? She lives kind of far away, um, but... We haven't moved, no. Oh, she told me yes. Okay, so was someone thinking of moving? I am thinking of moving. I need a bigger house. Okay, look, this doesn't mean that you call the real estate agent after this reading and you move. Because I asked her to validate. I did feel when we were talking about your son that you were raising a child. I didn't go back to it. So I asked her to validate it, and then she showed me the move. This doesn't mean that you should move or you have to move. When spirit brings up things that we're thinking about doing, wanting to do, it just means that they support our decision. And more importantly, they know what's going on. I talk about it and um, her son doesn't want me to move because he likes his room at my house. <laughs> he me, no. But were you trying to convince him that he would have a bigger yard and a bigger room? Yeah. <laughs> Validating that her soul was present. Did her son write her a letter? She had me write letter. So did he want to write or draw something for his mom? There was a little paper. It was more like a, a coloring thing, I think. It's just right. Let me see if it's right here. It was something. Whatever it is, you have it. Yeah, he just put this by her urn. And he didn't draw it, but it's more like a coloring paper. I don't know. Perfect. I saw my symbol for writing, and I saw construction paper, and then I saw it hanging on the refrigerator. That's my symbol for when a child makes something for someone that is in heaven that has departed. And it just validates, I, I needed to validate that she knew and supports the decision of you raising her son. Well, kind of together, but living with her. 
at this time, correct? Yeah. So she chose to use that. And does he write her name or write like mommy? Or like when he's coloring and says mommy? Not too much. He doesn't bring her up a whole lot. Uh, Okay. He just doesn't bring her up very much. The validation here is that when spirit shows me something, and I think you guys did this, but if you want to get a tattoo in memory of someone, correct? And we never do it. Mm-hmm. To spirit, it is as if we actually do it. It's acknowledging their, our thoughts. So in this case, by her showing me her son coloring, drawing, and maybe he's thinking, mommy, or I love you, mommy, I miss you, whatever it is, validating that he is thinking of her. He does miss her. Do you understand that? Did you just change doctors or uh, were you going to send him to therapy? No, he's been through therapy, but he did get braces recently that she didn't know about. No, I saw like a different type of approach to getting him to be more open. Did you think about that? Well, he's gone to a couple of therapy sessions and one was the Betty Ford to let him know that it wasn't his fault and it was a disease that she had. We've done that. So was your concern that he doesn't think of her or that he doesn't remember her? I mean, and, and this could be you, Autumn. It doesn't have to be mom. Like, you both can have different emotions. We worry that he just doesn't talk about her. Like, he's, Okay. Because yeah. he was pretty old when she died. He was, what, eight years old. So he, he knew. And he even said she's in a better place now. Right. He kind of helped us heal. Because he saw more. Yeah, he saw more. He witnessed more. Yeah, he sure did, unfortunately. She made me feel like he gets restful peace now. Yeah, he he worried about her so much all the time. I keep seeing in and out, like the doors, like in and out, and just always like commotion, like he was never settled. No, he was always just worried about her all the time. He Anywhere he was, he, he worried about her. He wanted to check on her and... Angel's son, he, he liked to take care of everybody. He take care, took care of his mom the whole time. She was here. All he did was worry about her. He worries about my mom. His, he just, he's just like a, yeah, he's an old soul. He likes to take care of people. He doesn't talk about her very much. I don't, I don't know if he's ready to talk about her yet or not. Even when we try to talk to him about her, he, he just like blows it off. So validating that you are doing everything that you can for him. So don't be surprised if he asks or if you come across something for a support group or something. I felt like it was a constant thing for him and he always thinks about it. He always thinks about her and prays and knows that she is in heaven and prays for her. I think what she's doing is just validating that he does think of her, that he does love and honor her through prayer. Okay, and, and when I say prayer, it could just mean thinking of her. Now, there's something about another change. Did someone have a miscarriage or a termination? Angel had an abortion Is that, beforehand. Well, both of them. They both did. Yeah, they both at some point. Yeah. So know that the babies are safe on the other side with them. Wow. I wondered about that. <laughs> wow. Do you have like a tree or a special place where you go to honor them? Or I don't know if you planted a tree. Yeah, I planted a tree. No. In the front yard. Oh, shoot. No, a a Christmas tree. 
I, I put up a Christmas tree the first year my daughter died because I couldn't bear to pull out the old ornaments. So I put up a tree with all the things she would love. And I, I still haven't taken it down. It's been up for three years. I can't take it down. It's kind of like her presence here. It's <laughs> funny. And you also planted a tree validating that they, I can't see it, right? <laughs> no. oh, and there's no way I... Tree. Yeah, she planted a tree too. But yeah, we were yeah. wondering about the Christmas tree if they, they knew about the tree. Perfect. So you did the Christmas tree. Autumn, you planted a tree. Validating that their souls know what has been done in honor and in memory of them. Okay, so now I'm not familiar with the landscape in Colorado. <laughs> what they show me is like in New York, if I had a rose bush and in January, all of a sudden it blooms. Like there's no way here in New York, a rose bush should bloom in January. So when spirit shows me that, that's my symbol for that. Something happens similar to that where you live or where something has happened. Know that that is them. Random flowers. My favorite color is purple. And this purple peony or whatever it is, it'll be in different locations every summer. And then this summer, there was a beautiful pink flower, like a wildflower right outside my back door. It's like, where did that come from? So yeah, I get random flowers in the backyard. It came from heaven. <laughs> That's where it came from. Autumn, your son's toys, do they go off for no reason? Sometimes he's this weird toy. No one's playing with it. No one's touching it. And it just goes off. Yeah. Know that that is your sister's souls validating that they're with you at that exact moment. I want you to ask your nephew if he wrote a letter to his mother or wrote something for her, wrote something in memory of her, whatever it is, because I saw the letter again. Okay. You might not even know about it. Yeah. He might say to you, I write a letter to my mom every night. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. He, we don't know. He, he would hide it. Yeah, he is 11 now. Yeah. So he's pretty mature and grown. And uh, Yeah, he knows everything at 11. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps getting younger, right? Barbara, as the years go, our children, like they look at us like, dude, we were 11 once too, you know. <laughs> right? Yeah, but he's a lot more mature. <laughs> yeah. Listen, he's an old soul. He's an old, old soul. And that's what happens when we have children that with, and then what that means is if a soul's lived more lives here in the physical world, very mature, mm-hmm. right? He's healed you in a way. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Right? Where it's almost like it should have been the opposite of like, we should be like consult, not that you're not, but you, you know what they're trying to say, right? Yes. They keep showing me the inside of the wrist. Autumn, do you have something like tattooed or do you wear a bracelet? Does someone have a tattoo here? A tattoo of Phoenix. Oh, on my wrist, it's the number of days that she was alive. And then I have a tattoo of Angel (gasps) because she she has a on her Facebook page. It's a sad angel with its angel wings ripped out. So I got (gasps) the angel wings and says, Mom, I got my wings because now I wing. Yes. I got chills. I just got chills. Know that that is the souls of your daughters. Now, I couldn't see those. Right. I can only see your face. And you have long sleeve shirts on. 
I'm over here in a tank top because I'm sweating. I'm in menopause. You know about that, Barbara? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is, I think, the cruelest thing anyone could ever do to a woman <laughs> is menopause. <laughs> I'm literally sitting here dripping, sweating, and your daughters in heaven are making fun of me. They're like laughing at me. <laughs> but that's what yeah, they would yeah. do to you, right? I can hear them laughing at me sometimes, too, when I'm doing something dumb. I know they're laughing at me. That's just how they were. That's the thing that I love. So know that that is them. Know that with every smile that you endure, everything that you experience, know that they're living life through your eyes. Because if they were able to acknowledge certain things here through this session, you have to know through every milestone, they are with you and they are supporting you. I don't know if it's coming from Phoenix or from Angel, but I feel like they're like, Teresa, you don't understand. My mom did the best she could. My mom was always there for us. Yeah. Were there times where she struggled and she had hard times? Absolutely. She says, but we always knew. And, she, and they say, Autumn, you know that this is true. No matter what happened in our life, we always knew that mom loved us. Yeah. Look, life is tough. Things are tough. And we all make choices and decisions in our life. If we learn from that, we should not be beating ourselves up for decisions that we made. Mm -hmm. Do you understand that, Barbara? Yes. Like, I wish I wouldn't have let Phoenix leave that night or, you know, nothing I could have done. I you know, this is the other side of the coin that we never, ever look at. Mm -hmm. What if Phoenix did stay home? And what if she did something on her own in her room? Yeah, exactly. I think about that, too. You know, these are the things that we never, ever think, because we don't know what would have happened. Exactly. We could sit here and say, oh, this never would have happened. Oh, if we only did this and we didn't do that, we could do that with anything in our life. Can I ask you something about signs? Sure. Oh, sure. Well, th this is what I wanted to get to, because this was the point of what they wanted to go into was of remembering that no matter what happened in our lives, good times, bad, whatever they were. We always knew that we had a mom that loved us. And I think that that's important. And we could sit here and say whatever, but they're making me feel this from their soul. Signs come in many different ways. There is no right or wrong way to connect with signs. And why spirit shows us different signs is it promotes conversation oh, you know what I saw today? I found white feathers. You know, I saw two rainbows or I saw two hummingbirds or whatever it is. It's to be able to promote this conversation of I connected with their souls today. And even if one is not dreaming, that's why I share with everyone, I don't dream of my loved ones because everyone thinks because I'm a medium that I, can, I don't connect with my loved ones in that way. So know that whatever so could be a song on the radio, your sister just told me, Autumn, that you thought that you saw them in a store. I always see, think I see them, always. Perfect. Know that that's real. You're not crazy. It's not, they are hysterical laughing because I almost feel like it was like so absurd that you thought it was them because when you got closer, it was like, are you kidding me? This is a man. <laughs> but like... <laughs> How dare you think I look like that? <laughs> no, no, but, but it was kidding. Like, that's how opposite it was, right? Of, of when you actually then saw the person. It was like, no, they, it looks nothing like them. Well, no, that's really not them. But for that moment, that's the amazing thing that souls are able to do. I don't know how they're able to do it, but they're able to show themselves through another person 
even myself sometimes. And it's just for a split second. And it validates their strength and more importantly, that they are okay. Because again, if they weren't, they would not be able to do that. Where does the father figure come in that's departed? My dad. My dad. So know that your father comes forward and says, Barbara, I am so sorry for what you had to have endured. But know that I have your most precious gifts safe with me on the other side. I don't think he could have survived the loss of them. No. Mm -mm. Who has or had the Alzheimer's or dementia or who's forgetful? My mom is starting to be, but... Okay, that's fine. I just wanted dad to validate that he's watching over and knows, you know, what's going on. Do you have, besides the shirt that you're wearing, other articles of clothing? Did you make something for your nephew that was something of his mom's? I don't care if it was a teddy bear, a pillow, if you made something out of clothing or just had something made for him. The bib, I think, I don't know, but not out of clothing. No, I have a lot of her clothes in his closet. Were you thinking of doing something like that? Or maybe he was. I thought about making a pillow for him out of her clothes, out of ancient clothes. This does not mean you gather all the stuff and you make a pillow. Mm -hmm. Maybe ask him, would you like a teddy bear? Would you like a pillow? Would you like a blanket? We have some clothing. Would you like to pick it out? This might be a way of being able to get him to also express and talk more about his mom. And I still have Phoenix's room the way she left it. All her clothes are still in the closet. All her bazillion shoes are still there. Do you try to put them on? All the time. (laughs) She showed me. She goes, my mom's like Cinderella. She's trying to stuff her foot into my shoes. (laughs) Yeah, and then I'll go in there and pick something out to wear like this. I don't ever remember seeing this, but I felt like she chose it for me to wear today. Absolutely. But those are the things that I love. (laughs) You know, what I do is hard. I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world what I do for a living. It's the hardest thing. Parents are not supposed to bury their children. It's such a gift. You give so many people peace. It's just amazing. The only thing I take credit for, Barbara, is that I allow them to use my physical body to be able to validate for you that their souls are at peace. And the fact that I don't even know when I read people, whether they lost a parent, grandparent, child, their pet, but for the two of you, I want to share with you how strong the both of you are, because not only did you lose one daughter, one sister, you lost two. And they died 380 days apart. It was just both in June. Well, I felt that close to get, remember when I asked you earlier about the newly for me is like within two years Mm -hmm. of where someone dies back to back. But again, that's all interpretation for someone. But the fact that they did such an amazing and incredible job. I love how they put their messages together, how they came through together and intertwining their messages. Valid, because the number one thing that you wanted to know was if that they were together. You had such a fear that they weren't together. And with every message, they validated that their souls are together, loving, guiding, listening, and protecting you all from the other side. I want to thank you for allowing me to share my gift, but more importantly, trusting me with the souls of your departed loved ones. Sure. I was wondering if they had my son's soul before he came here. Did they send him to her? Oh, I think I said that the second that they acknowledged that you had a child. They were because this is what you needed to survive. It was their last gift to you. Yeah, I just always wondered if my sister like picked him for me. <laughs> she said to me it was in the stars. 
So I'm going to say this to you. Either connect with stars. Do you understand the song Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star? Mm -hmm. Do you connect with that? Or is it something that you sang? Or do you have, do the kids have stars in their bedrooms? My nephew has stars in his bedroom. But yeah, I sing it to my son sometimes too. Perfect. Validating knowing that he has stars in his bedroom. And knowing that when you sing that song, the soul is with you. Things that, you know, like especially like the letter and little things. I don't think you'll ever look at those stars on the ceiling the same. You might look at them now and smile and know, you know what, my sisters are... They're with us right now. I can feel it. Sometimes also, now I'm going to say this to you. The signs are going to be insane now because now that we've released that layer of uncertainty of, are they okay? Are they together? Are they at peace? Uh Now you'll look at your dreams differently, knowing that this was a way of showing you that they are okay. So I want to thank you for giving me the honor and privilege, but more importantly, for trusting me with the souls of your departed loved ones. I am so deeply sorry for the loss of your sisters and of your daughters. Thank you. Thank you so much. After the reading, we were a little shell-shocked, I think. Teresa did mention something that we would see a lot more signs, and I sure have. I uh, compare uh, dragonflies with phoenix. I got out of the car the other day, and there was just a dragonfly that followed me into the store. So I've been seeing a lot more signs, like Teresa said, I, you know, we would. I feel like I see my sisters all the time in the grocery store. I always see people that look like them, and I'll do a double take, and uh, sometimes for a second I really think it's them, and then I remember. My um, older sister's angel's favorite color was yellow, and we always see huge yellow butterflies around my house, in my backyard. So I know that's them. My dad is with them. The friend that passed away with my daughter, Phoenix, he came through as well. So it makes me feel they're all, like they're all together. And according to Teresa, they are. I know my, my son sees them. He, he'll reach for them. He'll talk to them. He, one time he tried to hand um, them my cell phone, and I know it's them that he's talking to. And he'll laugh and point. So I know they're around him. I know they talk to him. You know, I've got them here. Their urns are here with me. And I wasn't sure I was doing the right thing, but that's what gives me peace. And now I know it gives them peace. So it made me feel really good to know that, um, that they want to be here with me. <laughs> I was thinking about it, the letter. She talked about a letter. I remember after Phoenix passed, we found that letter in her room. Remember, it told us a lot about her that we didn't know, a lot of stuff that she was going through. That came, that went through my mind that that might have been what she was talking about, too. But it just was so nice to hear from Teresa. It just I've been wanting for three years to hear from her. Just watching Long Island Medium helped me get through my sister's passing because I knew that they were they were there on the other side because of that show, because of her. I knew that my sisters were, would be okay. So I think she helped me get through both of their passings and just being able to have a reading from her was just amazing. So I think one of the things about this experience today was how... The sisters' souls came forward and intertwined their healing messages. Where, like, the first part was of one sister and the second part of the message, both of them, Barbara and Autumn, were able to take something from every single message from both of the children, which I found incredible. And I love what the daughter said also in the end, acknowledged, like, you know what, Mom? Things might have been tough for us. Things weren't always easy. But we always knew that you loved us. 
I think that was something that Barbara, I hope Barbara really takes from that reading today. Well, guys, there you have it. If you'd like to give me the opportunity to share my gift with you, just go to my website at TeresaCaputo.com. If you want to keep hearing these shows, please subscribe wherever you listen and be sure to write a review at Apple Podcasts so more people can find the show. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you next time.